0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Songcraft Breaking It Down. This week we are reviewing the song Small Town Southern Man by Alan Jackson. This is a country song that Ethan chose, so tell us why did you choose this song?
1: Well I think I mentioned at the end of last week that we got, we've had... Been told off a little bit for being a bit specific in our choices, and although this was not what the person was asking for, country music at all, it is a change, and it's a change that I quite like. So, country music is one of those things that has developed itself a reputation because it's normally just about beer and women nowadays, especially from the male country singers. It's a very direct, boring,
0: unnecessary or, genre. Or both, if you're Luke Combs. Beer never broke my heart. Thank you. That is, that one later that on, is a good song. <laughs> it's a great
1: song. Um, but uh, this the same artist that also wrote the song was part of a song called um, Murder on Music Row. Now, that was a song about the death of country music in the fact that it has just become about beer and woman. There's no originality to it. It's become very direct. So, Alan Jackson is from the old classic country, the original style of country music, which is all working class. So it was always going to be him I chose. I was going to start with a country singer. He's the best one out there for me personally. Um, and this is a perfect example of what country music can be. It's not about beer. It's not about women. It's a memoriam of his father. And as we'll go on to see, it's really nicely written. Such a happy, upbuilding, positive song, um, despite the sad scenario that brought about its writing.
0: Yeah. Which I think That's is just
1: really, really nice. And it's yeah. really catchy and lovely little...
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's it's one of those really, songs that comes on and you just ah oh, yes so good and in, in a sense it's like it's like a nice kind of pale ale in summer bring coming back to like beer a nice pale ale like a nice kind of just refreshing drink in summer that's what this song feels like to me when I listen to it it's just like it's just such a nice song to listen to I I'd, I'd, I'd say it's more so. Writing, writing-wise, like lyrically, it kind of reminds me a little bit of a song called "Love Like Crazy" by Lee Bryce. Mm-hmm. Um, He's an example of someone who's not so great. <laughs> yeah, I. The the writing moments, is but the writing is similar for me in "Love Like Crazy." Cause "Love Like Crazy" is um, basically about an old man and a woman kind of detailing their kind of life over the years um, and the struggles mm-hmm. they went through, and that's kind of what I got from that song in the sense that he's talking about his
2: dad, you know. Um and yeah, uh, I'd like to interject. Um I on. found out that this song is not actually about his family or genealogy. It just so happened to resemble it. Um I don't know where you reading that, bit but that's of research wrong. About the song. <laughs> Wikipedia. whoa.
1: Wiki- that's interesting. That is wrong because I've heard him say in interviews that uh, this is, is in fact about his family.
2: I will quote directly from Wikipedia. Um, Go for it. Despite several similarities between his life and the song, Jackson did not intend for it to be a tribute to his father or grandfather, although he did draw from his own ancestry as an inspiration. This is especially evident in the line, First there came four pretty daughters for the for the small town southern man. Then a few years later came another, a boy. He wasn't planned. Jackson is the youngest child and only boy in his family and has four sisters. According to him, the song is actually a tribute to anyone with a rural upbringing such as his own. Wherever you Ah. go, there are rural people that are working for living and raising families. Mm -hmm. Uh, They all have the same qualities and goals as a small-town southern man.
1: I was going to get to that later on, but yes. Um, So this song, if you listen to him... it become a memorial to his family he has said that, which is why I was confident enough saying that at the start of this episode. um I assure you, this is connected to his family. I think that I love it, Evan.
0: Ethan against Wikipedia
1: <laughs> yeah, I know i'm I'm yeah. trying to work out how that's happened because I've heard Wikipedia say that, but I've heard Alan Jackson say something else, and I'm more inclined to believe Alan himself about the a song he wrote
0: for the ages
1: <laughs> Alan Jackson versus Wikipedia
0: <laughs> anyways
1: <clears throat> so yeah. That was a perfectly good example of the influence this has, um, and the boy that wasn't planned was him. Like it, it is about him. Um, I think the the mistake that I, I thought Wikipedia would be referring to was that a lot of people said that this was about Alan. Um, I think a lot of people assumed that um, Alan Jackson well, was meant
2: to be the small town Southern man until he identified. The, the cross reference for this. Um, Where they've actually taken this from was from an interview with Alan Jackson, Um, and it's the story behind "Small Town Southern Man," and he Mm -hmm. actually said those words. So he himself said that. Okay, that's changed them. I've definitely heard something
1: different, but either way, whatever you want to believe, believe it. Um, This is a song. Yeah, it's really good. About and yeah, well, coming back to that point, actually, before I go and make a statement like that, you mentioned it about being. To do with the people now that is why Alan Jackson is such a classic country singer what do you think his main thing is what do you think his main profession is if you've not read it up I haven't actually what do you think his main profession is what do you think his identifying personality like job profession is
2: cowboy no I'm kidding um, just really yeah just really cool. like a regular Joe Bloggs really cool um, if it was a just cowboy like- it's cool. I, he's a I joiner. Really, oh, I was going to say car salesman. <laughs> I was going to say he's probably a builder or something.
1: Yeah, he's a builder to trade, and he I does. have suspicions that he he does anyway. He also owns a bar in America. He looks like a bar. To sell beer one. for, he, he he bought it just so working class people can uh, go in for a dram. Like truly, anyone who's him. anyone anyone who's met him, that says, "You, but that man is not a celebrity." There's no way. He's just, like he's, You'd literally see him sitting on a park bench in the middle of like, the most built-up area. would be like, oh, hey, Alan. Oh, yeah. How's it going? Like, He's just the most laid-back... Just like someone I work with as a builder he's just, myself.
0: It's just sound, basically. Genuinely. I think that's the, that's the proper terminology. He's just sound.
1: Yeah, that, that is as, as good as you can say. He's a really decent guy who could really write the song. Like, He, he writes songs to make himself a career in music as well he does actually say that at one point um, that uh, a lot of his songwriting comes either from stuff he's scribbled down over the years, so he's come up with points and he'll come up with a song based on that it will be where his mindset's at but he also has to write ones, because you can't just make a career these days out of songs (laughs) that uh, mean something as we've discussed many a time on this he actually does it just uh, just this is gonna be another Keep the Faith episode. I just love him that much. He's such you know a cool who, guy.
0: You know who I feel like is trying to copy his look it is Tim Hawkins. I think this is just a generic
1: country cowboy look. Maybe a lot mustache, bit of <laughs> fedora, mustache, and actually around you, the neck. It's if you look generic. at
0: the, if you look at the cover um, of the album, like the album cover, mm-hmm. um, which is called Good Time, released in two thousand eight. I, I was interested in seeing what car it was. Um, I know I know what car it is. I know, I, I looked it up and discovered it's a 68 Charger. It is indeed. It is. It's a nice 68 car. Charger. Uh, yeah. And I actually. He owns it. In, in, the, in this interview that I read up on, he actually said, um, You can't tell much about it. Every time they put a car in a shot, you don't see anything but a little piece of it. So you can't even see what it is. I'd say, Man, why don't you back up and shoot the whole car so we can get a good shot? I agree. Yeah. You see, like, you know, you see, mm-hmm. like, the bonnet of a car in some people's album covers. Like, just show us the whole car. It's more interesting than whatever you look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although. Espe- especially if it's a 68 Charger.
1: Yes. And him sitting in a 68 Charger is the ultimate image. Because, in that, he's even wearing the Smokey in the Bandit colours. He just looks like a band up.
0: And he's got cowboy boots.
2: He's Cal he actually, he looks like uh, a kid has seen someone who owns a 68 Charger and said, can I sit in it? And um, that's the kind of joy in his face. And I it's guarantee like, this is my favorite car ever. Yeah.
1: There's another song he did called. Um, hang on, let me look it up. I've mind blank briefly. It might, might come back to me. To be honest. Oh, uh, just- sorry. Uh, Chasing that neon rainbow. I didn't even need to look it up. Uh, chasing That Neon Rainbow, where he talks about his sort of rise to fame. Um, and it is just exactly that image. I bet you as a child, he was sitting there, oh, I'd love a 68 Charger, it's so cool. And then he grew up, was like, I have a music career, I can afford things. <laughs> 68 Charger! Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's just... Yeah, he's just a guy, a normal honestly, human being. There's none of this, this up above you. It's, it's great. Like, that.
0: Like, like, reading his interviews... You can just tell he's just like you know he's just like a normal guy he's like, the most sound guy you know, know. you'll ever read like you know the, this is this is one of my favorite interviews wrong. that i read was when he when he got asked about um if he enjoyed dressing up in the nineteen sixties and 70s clothes for the video for this i song. read that one too <laughs> yeah and he just goes like, i want to dress up sort of like hank williams jr from that year he was also a contest. yeah the '70s looking thing, and with you know big sideburns and all that, that was pretty cool. Had a lot of comments about that sideburns mainly, and that scene where it's kind of really funky looking. It's like it's just it's if they've just kind of like chucked a microphone up to some random bloke, and he's just like, "Yeah, cool." It reminds me actually of an interview I heard um, at the the ND five hundred. I'm sure it was the ND five hundred. Um it was it was a brilliant interview. I I can't remember if I watched it or read about it, but they they were going around the kinda of, the infield where they've got all these like RVs and things and this one guy was like having a barbecue beers and things and they were you know, this interview was like, Oh, uh, how many years have you been coming to the ND five hundred? It's like, Oh, I've been going for the last like thirteen years Um you go, wow! That's it's really amazing. What do you think of the cars nowadays? He goes, in my thirteen years here, I've never seen one of the cars. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like the Indy Five Hundred is a big party, but that it's like that kind of person that you interview, where you just put the microphone to their mouth and you know they're going to say something brilliant, but you don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's gone straight from the brain to the yeah. mouth, and it's just wonderful. <laughs> but i know that this guy's going to be quite clever because he is a
1: builder and you need to have some wit about you to be a decent builder
0: and he was yeah. like surely quite Oh, the just... the writing the writing's brilliant country songs are actually some very very well written songs although they're not like yeah. cleverly written metaphorically a lot of the time they're more straight shooters they're and they don't compete either
1: and they don't compete they reference each other the best ones yeah. reference each other. Yeah. He's t- he's awesome for that. He's done so many collaborations. He did one with um know, again the name's gone. Jimmy Buffett, who is a even oh, more yes. old school country singer yes. um called Five O'Clock Somewhere, which has been referenced everywhere by everyone ever since. Um, yeah, and they reference a song that they also did together called Margarethaville in the song. And it is
0: it's cool when you get like little nods to other songs, either references <laughs> or nods and I think we spoke about it on the Rush episode a couple of weeks ago. Um, where Neil Perrett obviously had a little nod to Simon Garfunkel, yeah, and you don't you don't get that enough nowadays. It's it's not you sampling. do get it nowadays. It's sampling but in country music, yeah, but like okay. you know, just in general mainstream rock, you don't get this. You get sampling, but it's not it's not sampling. It's literally no. just referencing another song.
1: Well, there's one another song not by this artist. Um, I can't mind what her name is but she did a song, it was actually a cover as well, she did a cover called, I, I, this is how you can tell our episodes are completely unscripted, these things just come to me. it um, will be in my country playlist, wherever that is. These are all the, these are the fun bits to cut out. Drinking, it's called Drinking with Dolly by Claudia Buckley, yes. that'll be a fun little bit to cut out. Yeah, uh, Drinking With Dolly by Claudia Buckley was covered from someone but that whole song is one massive reference so Dolly, Dolly Parton um, she sings like Dolly Parton to sort of simulate the effect of that song but her actual voice is quite different if you listen to the other songs she's she's done, she's a nobody, Claudia Buckley she, like, she's done nothing, her dad was the same really minor music career but the whole song references artists it references songs by said artists just in a really neat pattern not the lyrics, mm-hmm. identifying the names of the songs um, and that just really symbolises what it is as a concept which is why I like it so much it's not this nonsense about uh, um, beer yeah. uh, women yeah. one night stands all that nonsense that you get in modern like pop country I don't understand any of that uh, Ooh, I Luke think- Bryan is one of my biggest enemies ever because he, he's never done a day's labour in his life he just writes music and there was one song he wrote recently about what it means to be country it's the most hypocritical nonsense I've ever listened to.
2: Yeah, you,
1: these people are working class. Alan Jackson is a builder. Um, uh, there's another one out there was, I was—I was going to actually mention, but I can't him that. But there's lots of them. S- Scott McCreery actual is actually
0: Scott McCreary For me, it's although he is—he's kind of—he's—he is a musician through and through. But I—I wanna I, one, one of his songs that's a personal favorite of mine. Um, he speaks about his wife and the work that she does, because she's actually a nurse in like a, a care home. And right. the way kind of the way he talks about that in the song is like really good, and how his job is, you know, basically him being able to chase his dreams and almost achieve it, being on the road, you know, seven days a week nearly. I think there's modern country, although there's a lot of rubbish, you can find. Oh diamonds in the if you can you can find some really good songs a, there's a lot of diamonds out there, there really a really country song that actually came from a very unexpected band was and we've reviewed it on the podcast in season one if you want to check that episode out um fast by let let who were a pop punk band in the noughties released songs like my own worst enemy um miserable Tie <laughs> or zeplock bag. And then they came out with this album full of like country songs, and they did a song called "Fast," which was and is probably one of my favourite country songs because it's very, it's very well done, very well written, but also talks about his dad passing, and it, we go over all the lyrics in that episode, and I kind of go in a lot more in depth. So if you want to check that out, then you know be sure to check it out on on one of our early, earlier episodes episodes of the podcast, because. It's a very nice song, uh, there there's good country songs to be found. You just have to, you know, search for them a little bit harder nowadays.
1: Quite often, yeah. One I was going to reference is a song called "Good Times Don't" by Justin Moore. That's a perfect example of what you're saying. I'm, when was that released? 2019.
2: Quite yeah. a modern song,
1: but it is, it is, it's a, it's 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 classic in nature. Fast. Working...
0: Let me figure out one. "Fast" by Let. I'm
1: trying to figure out when that was released.
0: 2014, as a guess. I need to actually pull up the band lit first. <laughs> Why won't one we? year out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Pop
1: know.
0: What Master I reference, it, folks. <laughs> yeah. If you don't uh, know what that's
2: a reference to, then go listen to Radio 2 at these 10:30 a.m. These, yeah. these are the days. It,
0: day. uh, it was released in 2018, although I think the single Ooh, was 47. 2017. Yeah, yeah, actually, good. 2016, the single was, 2016.
1: Two years out, then. That, that's not so bad. Um, but yeah, good times don't, but just the more. It's all about how things have changed, but good times haven't. So the things that people enjoy, the fundamental things, going out, spending time with friends, uh, bits and pieces like that, like really old, this kind of... It's, it's a working-class culture. It's just so good. It's for not those, none of this... For you, yeah. For those none, none, you of, none of these people... That,
0: sorry, yeah. No, I was going to say, for those of you who think that country's not a good genre, it, it is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand people's dislike to country. Like, please write in and tell me why you don't like country. Like, what what is it about country that you don't like? Is it the writing? Is it the singing? Is it the, the music? Is it a kind of mass hysteria kind of effect, where basically one person doesn't like country, so everyone has to hate it? I, I don't really mm-hmm. get it. Write to us. Um, you can write to us on Instagram at song.craft.bid or you can drop us an email at songcraft.bid at gmail.com. Because um, I, I am genuinely interested to in know why people have this big kind of thing against countries. Like, I, las I work with was had a big thing against folk music, so I started playing loads of folk music, and now she, like, really likes it. Cause she's realised that just because that type of folk music is there doesn't mean that it's all like that. And I played kind of a mixture of lined Scary War... Um, Skip and Ash.
1: Scary War is you know, a dangerous one because they're very hit or miss.
0: I played the good Scary War stuff though, like Walk with Me is very good. The
1: second and third album.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like if you actually look look properly into country, I think people find that they actually like it. Maybe it's just too relatable for some people. Some people. <laughs>
2: well, some people don't like brutal I honesty think... in country is that. <laughs> I think you've you've hit it on the head there, I think it's just that people are, it's more of a mass hysteria thing. Um, it, it can be the same with any form of music, you know, everyone's like, like, it can be the case with, like, Coldplay, like, we all joke that we hate Coldplay and that they are that, not band, but actually... Though.
0: Modern Coldplay,
2: I yeah, don't like. Yeah, exactly. There, there are actually Coldplay songs that we all like, and, you know, there are ones that we wouldn't... We wouldn't forego those songs, you know. So sometimes we joke, but actually, what what we really think is something completely different. And I think that's probably the case with um, genres like country and Scottish folk as well. Because recently, I got into Scottish folk because it was all you guys played while we were in in Shetland um, and country music as well. I'm <laughs> kind day. of coming around to it. Uh, Only when, when we were in the middle of, of the Highlands,
1: looking over at like Scottish views. Yeah. It was perfect.
2: Yeah, we were like at the yeah. top of you know Britain, <laughs> yeah. highest peaks and on. Yeah,
0: which uh, is very high. But yeah, I'll I'll put a short disclaimer in here that our opinion on Olivia Rodriguez is not like that. We just don't like her. Oh yeah, that still stands.
1: The first version of Driver's License that came out, I gave it a chance because it was quite a good concept. Then I found out that she had nothing to do with writing it and that, but really put a downer on it. And then I found out that she can't even sing, which put an even bigger downer. That was why we don't like her. It's not because we think anything of her.
0: Because we definitely don't now. It's just because
1: she's a bit of a fraud.
0: And by a bet you mean completely. Yes. Moving um, on moving on to or have you got more to sort more to sort I definitely right? have more to say. <laughs> I always have more to say. It was just
1: kind of in line with what you were saying though, about not liking country music. Um it's definitely not because it's too relatable, because that's how Olivia Rodriguez makes a thing. Everyone's miserable, depressed and has some sort of I'm better than you complex and so therefore you go Um, but you get a song there's a song out there and it was one that really hit home lately uh, called This Is Country Music where it starts with the words uh, Brad Paisley who's probably my second favourite country artist um, it starts off with the words you're not supposed to say the word cancer in a song
0: what an opening line to a song Oh, hang on hang on hang on hang on Heart books Nirvana well, yeah, they, they weren't popular with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but they were an awesome band. Did Hardship yes. Box chart? I know it was on the Unutero Euro. Probably, album. it would have done, because that was it's... the age of depressed um, teenage women,
1: and they just seemed to think, mm-hmm. ah, Kurt Cobain, what a legend. And they went wrong, but he was also a bit of a...
0: Yeah, not a w- job. You know, <laughs> little bit. I mean, he, I mean, he fell in love with Courtney Love. Ugh. Yeah, that that was not a good idea. Can't stand
2: the woman. No, but the, the second. I mean, people that song with the surname was... Love are just complete opposite to that. Defin- like, I had a definitely compensating for something, Mrs. Love. Right, let's but, let's let's move on to scores. I think um, Anthony, your score. Um. I would like to shake things up and I'm going to ask Ethan to give his score first. I'll let Anthony listen to the song. Ethan, what's your score? <laughs> oh, th-
1: this could mean you go for a perfect 100 though, so I'm waiting. <laughs> no, it probably won't be. Uh, it's not a perfect 100 for me, you'll be glad to hear. Um, it is high though. Um, I'm probably going to go with an 85 for this one. Um, because it's Alan Alan Jackson. Uh, he, has, he has better songs out, the songs I enjoy more by Alan Jackson. But this one, if I'm in the mood for this kind of music, is probably the best country song ever written. This and um, This is Country Music by Brad Paisley. Which, if we do ever do country music again, I may defer to in the future. Because that has got a lot of stuff to review in it. Um, it's just one of those songs. You sit back, you're in a good mood, you have a beer. Ah, happy memories. You're a bit forlorn. Oh. That's a, such a shame. That what's happened to his family. Um, it, it's one of those songs. It's a bit like a song that I did for Sound, I wrote for Soundworks today. Um, it's by an artist that I've never really paid much attention to, called Jake Jake Bug. Um, But I ended up looking into it. and It's actually a really well, quite a cleverly written song. For the same reason, this is. It's not written in such a way that it's about this. This is what it's about. It's sort of. This is the situation I'm in. How can you relate? It, it's. It's a really clever way of writing a song. I think. But, uh, yeah, I just, I just love Alan Jackson, he's a builder, for goodness sake. He, I, he spends his time making other people drinks, he walks around the park and says hello to peasants. Like, imagine imagine uh, Bil- uh, Olivia What's-Her-Face doing that, walking around and thinking she's on the same plane as everyone else, and definitely not going, back off, dude. It's just unlikely there's a higher class culture Alan Jackson's not a higher class culture kind of guy he's just such a sound decent lad he's a
0: working class hero
1: yes that's exactly what he yeah. is he's is the ultimate working class hero he's such a legend I, I just think he's wonderful Like as far as musical artists go he's exactly what an artist should be doing it for the music not for the fame mm-hmm. like, absolutely, you can, absolutely. You, can look up, you can look up the lyrics to um not smart answer the man the other one uh, uh, chasing that neon rainbow look up the lyrics of chasing that neon rainbow that was about his um rise to fame and there's a lyric in there that I can't place in my memory at the moment you'll know exactly the one I mean when you read it though um, about how he's not used like when he plays music he's not used to having this big an audience because it's not why he does it um he just loves the music he just loves performing all he's ever wanted to do is play the guitar and just sing along not for fame, not for money, because he loves doing it. Like, he's such a cool guy. That's...
0: A, yeah. Yeah.
2: Anthony, you got a score yet? Yeah. Um. So my score this week is 78. Um. Going into this song, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't really here nor there about it. Um. But as I watched the music video and listened to it a few more times, I realised how focused on family values... Uh, the song really is Um it's very family orientated and it's very working-class hero and um, and I deeply appreciate that within the song so I'm gonna give it 78 I actually sent Ryan a message a few days back when I first chose the song you were wrong
1: <laughs> I was wrong I was I was saying it was gonna be he was gonna give it 55 um, but you wanted to give it 45, you were just going to give it 55 out of politeness. That was my guess. I think that's the message I sent you, wasn't it?
2: To be honest, I'm going to be honest, my initial score was about 65. But after watching the music video and listening yeah. to it a bit more, it, it's gone up in my estimations.
1: So there you go, folks. Um, Even I, someone I, I as heartless as Anthony really like can get into country music. You can too. I wish I was heartless. <laughs> no, Anthony's the biggest
0: softy of all of us, and that's coming from me. <laughs> Um okay. so you've given that a score of seventy eight. I've followed Nathan's footsteps, so I've given this song a score of eighty five. Because I think the song itself is an eighty, but I've given it five extra points because of him. Because he's I just, just so cool it like, is <laughs> It's a mixture of he's just sort of down to earth, he's so sound, he's just awesome. And the fact that I love the fact that he does it for music, he doesn't do it for fans, fame, he's you know a lot of artists nowadays say oh you know we're doing this for the fans we're, we're writing this album for the fans no 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 he doesn't f- because he loves music you know he's basically he, and- he he's
1: the person that Ricky Gervais was talking to at those award ceremonies I'm uh, uh, not talking, he, talking Ricky Gervais it. has a go but when he comes with the thing he says come up grab your little award and go away because he, there's no point trying to relate to people who supported you you have nothing to do with them you have nothing in common with them you're just someone mm-hmm. who's come into fame but but unfortunate son, credence clear what You've come into come into fame. You've been fed with a silver spoon your whole life. Now you've got a music co- career. Congratulations. Come and get your little award and go away. That's been clean slightly from what he said. But Alan Jackson is the perfect example of what it could be. He's doing it. He's not only is he uh, doing it for the music. He also is. Able to relate to normal people because he is a normal person. He's not been raised into it. I can't remember what, like Daddy Gene, which is a song. Uh, drive by that, da- drive for Daddy Gene is another song he's done. That's also about his dad, and that was about him growing up learning to drive in his dad's uh, little old boat or his little old um, muscle car when they used to be cheap. Mm-hmm. It was like what the dregs drove around in. not Cadillac. Just that, yeah. It's just he's so down to earth, he's so real yeah there's none of this yeah. above you, higher Yeah.
0: nature, he's just a lad one of the boys so, so me me giving that 85 puts this song with an average score of 82.67 Uh, that puts it into 5th place knocking Freebird down from last week's episode um, it goes down a place to 6th and the past 6 years by death of Anna remains in 4th place which is also a really um, good song so literally as Anthony puts the song in the top 5 Ethan just knocks it back down the
1: my taste of music is superior <laughs>
0: um, but yeah I I really like that song I've got to admit um, but it's my choice of song next week and to finish the season I've been thinking a lot and I know I did the sport of radio last time you
1: can't do and Rush again it's too far too soon
0: I know, I know, it's far too soon to do Rush again. And I know I, I said about Billy Talent last time, and I think I've got to do Billy Talent this time, so I'm an... still still hooked on them.
1: Oh, please don't do End of Me, that's going to be a disaster. No, 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 I'm
0: not doing End of Me. we <laughs> have been there and done that one. It's, it's really difficult, because I like a lot of Billy Talent songs, and I've been struggling to choose one. You know, there's one, Rusted from the Rain was in my head, and... Um, White Sparrows, Tears Into Wine. A lot of Billy Talent 3 was in my head for this. Um, You've also got This is How It Goes, Try Honesty, they're all brilliant songs. Surrender, Fallen Leaves, there's Surrender just so really many. Good. There's so many songs to choose from. It was really, really difficult to to pick one. But I think I've got to choose the song that introduced me to Billy Talent in the first place. Yes, man. Which Ethan already knows what this is. It's a song called Viking Death March by Billy Talent. Which is not as cross as it sounds. It's kind of coarse, yeah. but not as coarse as it sounds. I, I've i actually... I've never properly looked into the song or broken down the lyrics, so I'm actually really looking forward to next week's episode because I Yikes. know there's a lot... There is No, I know there's a lot to break down in this song. I can no, tell I by say, the lyrics. The
1: last time you did this, went with a song and didn't look it up first was Skyclad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I, ended I'm well. Just, yeah. Well, there's no demonism, that's what I'm pretty sure. I know there's a lot about politics in this song because Dead Silence... Was a mixture of politics and love, but Viking Death March. It's largely
2: political. For a true
0: punk rock. band that's right. what you'd expect. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's a song you you kind of expect Billy Talent or Rise Against to do. It's that kind of song. So <laughs> that's that's our choice for next week. Um, I I don't think I can see see much else because we've already done our shameless plug of the Instagram and things. Um. But yes, also, one thing we can do is say, write to us, because we're getting close to the
1: end of this season. Yes, please so write to us. if you have songs you want us to review <laughs> in the final episode, mm-hmm. we're still waiting on, uh, in the of messages. The grand finale. Probably because the episode that we've mentioned it in hasn't only just been released. Irrelevant. Please write to us. Give us mm-hmm. the songs you like. like. Tell us different mm-hmm. things, different bits and pieces. Songs you like, the reason why... Just write in. You may get chosen. You may not. Who knows? If you don't get chosen, we may end up coming back to you for a,
0: a specials episode next season. Which yeah, mm-hmm. could could be interesting. Yeah, i expecting um, some big changes in season three. Maybe so you
2: never
0: saving know. your song. But yeah, I usually I like to choose a funny lyric to end on. But I I can't really think of a funny lyric. It's for not this it's not one. one of those songs. I. I I probably could make it funny, but I think the best thing I can say, and going back a little bit to the Thousand Trees episode being a little bit more serious, just remember, ladies and gentlemen, the greatest contribution are the ones you leave behind. I'd like to thank you all for listening to this episode of Songcraft Breaking It Down. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Um, If you did, be sure to throw us a follow on Instagram, send us an email with your recommendations, and... Be sure to follow us on Spotify if you've enjoyed and go and listen to some of the other episodes because we're actually quite good on some of the other episodes. (laughs) Um, Some of the other rock episodes. Um, But yeah, we'd like to thank you all for listening and goodbye.